Hey, I'm John. And I'm Becky. And this is the We Are For Good podcast. Nonprofits are faced with more challenges to accomplish their missions and the growing pressure to do more, raise more, and be more for the causes that improve our world. We're here to learn with you from some of the best in the industry, bringing the most innovative ideas, inspirational stories, all to create an impact uprising. So welcome to the good community. We're nonprofit professionals, philanthropists, world changers, and rabid fans who are striving to bring a little more goodness into the world. So let's get started. Hey. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Cue it's the confetti cannon. 100, everybody. We did it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so glad you're here. It has been, can't believe it's been 100 episodes. Yeah, it's kind of it, nuts. It's been the longest yet most fulfilling <laughs> eight months of my life. <laughs> I mean, we only launched eight months ago in August of 2020. We're a pandemic baby. I heard that phrase today and I think I we'll that. use that we forever. We are a pandemic baby. Um, but it has been such a, such a walk of gratitude. We just love this platform and we just love you all that are listeners and that we don't view you as listeners. We view, view you as family sitting around this yeah. table with us. And so love connecting with people offline at the podcast and just getting your feedback. It has just been a journey of a lifetime and we're only eight months in. We're only eight months in. And so you can't interview a hundred people. I guess we haven't interviewed quite a hundred people because we're about a third because yeah, so we have our Friday episodes, but you can't interview that many people without having your mind blown over and over. Cause you're truly, every time you come into these conversations, stepping into a world that you would have never probably stepped into because of your proximity or geography in this lifetime, because of the space you may work in. And uh, yeah, we we are going to be pouring into today what we have learned after a hundred episodes of talking to the most progressive minds, the most innovative thinkers, the most full-hearted individuals. And there's a lot of takeaways. There is. And I think you set that up so nicely. Thanks for setting that up like that, Becky. Thank you for <laughs> we that didn't even compliment. Plan that. No kidding. But I think, you know, after a hundred episodes, I realized, you know, people ask us, why did you start this? Or why, what is the purpose of We Are For Good? And we really wanted to create the place that we wanted to see. You know, we were inside nonprofits. We wanted a place to gather and to grow and learn and feel like you were sitting with friends and being exposed to new ideas and um, beliefs and all of that. And so it's just been so fun to actually create that table. Um, but I'll tell you, we would have never dreamed like how fast that the community would grow around it. And as we kind of look back now, you know, we are able to see download charts and stuff like that. And so we're always kind of curious to see how it's growing over time. And this past week we hit a milestone, which was really huge for us. Yeah, we did. Are you dropping that number? 40,000 downloads. It's a huge number. Like it actually makes, takes my breath away of like, I can't believe 40,000 plays and downloads. And that's thanks to you for being here. And I saw a post, it's been a couple of weeks, but if you're not following the Pedal Co. on Instagram, she is a rock star with yes, all things social Yes, we love media. Raquelie. We're not sure if we're smell it, saying your name correctly, <laughs> which is so strange because I feel like we've known know, her like for know. almost a year and we adore her work. But um, she just is always sharing just such great value about nonprofit social media and how to talk and how to thread your story. And how often do you feel if you're sitting in a nonprofit and that your audience just doesn't feel like it's big enough for whatever reason. You know, you're analyzing how many followers in Instagram or in LinkedIn or wherever you're at, or maybe even you're looking at your donor count. And Raquel posted something that just completely flipped the script on that. She posted this little picture of an auditorium 
that was packed out. So this is pre COVID days, a packed out auditorium. And she said, just a reminder, this is what 500 followers looks like or 500 people looks like. And that's such a aha moment, you know, and it is not lost on us that 40,000 means that you have handed us a microphone and we're standing in the middle of a football stadium that is filled to the brim and my voice is probably cracking. Because <laughs> I, I'm be just terrified. so proud that you used a sports analogy right there. That's wonderful. <laughs> Me too. We need to pivot really quickly. Yes. We can't go too far with that. <laughs> but um, such a weight of responsibility because we, you know, I'll be honest. I feel like when the years that we were in nonprofit, it's real easy to get insulated and feel like you're in a bubble because you're so worried about the political dynamics inside your organization and the management hierarchies and just kind of the way things have been done. You always feel like you need to, especially as an Enneagram nine, please people and do things a certain way. And so it's hard to bring in new ideas and it's hard to bring people up to the table that haven't had a voice. And that is not only just, maybe it's difficult to do, but it is a responsibility to do it, you know? And I think this podcast has completely changed my worldview of that because it's such an honor that every episode is really a chance to pull a a chair up to the table for us to just sit and learn and to listen and to grow and come at that with humility. And so I feel like that's really the space that that has been really humbling to us to create because we have learned so much. And so I hope you have too. Yeah. And I, I would say if you are one of those organizations that, that is saying my community is really small, I only have 200 people in it. My response to you would be imagine that if only 10% of that 200 20 people, if you, you could get them activated for your mission, then all of a sudden 200 could become 500, could become 1,000. And so they are the ones that are most passionate about your mission. Literally, what we're saying is pass the microphone to them. I mean, we're talking about yeah. an actual physical microphone that we're talking <laughs> into, but you have that proverbial microphone and the way to grow community. And if there is a theme for this conversation, it is our last core value, which is community is everything. And we need to leverage that. So I love that first one, John. Uh, then one I wanted to talk about is just this idea of how story binds us together. And w- that has been a common thread of our company clearly if you've ever listened to the podcast, we ask every single one of our guests to share a moment of philanthropy um, and and a story that has really touched them. And I am just going back through the recesses of my mind of a hundred episodes and thinking about the groundbreaking stories that we have thought and how it has connected us individually to that person, how we're able to humanize and, and connect with someone because they're being so vulnerable and allowing us to come into their space. And we have a crazy story to tell you guys today of something that happened to our company. And, um, and it just underscores this concept of how story can bring us together. So we, um, got in a partnership with Dana Snyder with positive equation. She put together this really great digital marketing and website strategy session, um, in the month of March. And so we were one of four presenters, I guess, two of four presenters. And we are, we present our class. Uh, we go on the next week. We're working one night at like almost midnight. And this email comes into me and it says, 
from someone I don't know. Her name was Jenny. And she says, hi, um, I'm Jenny. I live over in Kenya, like across the big pond. She's over <laughs> in Kenya on a completely different continent. And she says, you know, we, I was walking through your class um, with some ladies that I teach um, in our nonprofit over here. And we're looking on the wall and we see one of our goods that we sell within our organization on the wall of your podcast studio. And we just wanted to thank you for making that purchase and supporting our mission. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just a, such a full circle. It's like what crazy in the moment. heck has just happened? So, so if you're watching on YouTube, I'll grab it off the wall. Yeah. So there is this little sign that says, be kind, you know, that hangs yeah. on the wall of our podcast studio. And so John's working. He immediately goes and grabs it. We turn this sucker around and it literally says Amani Collective. And we will link to a Amani Collective because you want these beautiful uh, home decor pieces for your office or for your home. And it says this was handmade in Kenya by Fatuma. I mean, we know the person who literally bought this item that we bought at one of our local plenty mercantiles here that sources, you know, consumer, conscious consumer goods. And so we write her back immediately and say, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe one, you took our class and two, we literally have a little piece of your nonprofit here on the wall. We didn't know the story. This was made by Fatuma. We don't know if you know who that is, but if you do, please go tell her that what she is doing and how she's showing up every day and pouring into your mission that helps employ these Kenyan women to be entrepreneurs is helping create kindness in the States. She immediately writes back and says, oh, I'm about to walk into the shop right now. I know Fatuma. She's a great friend of mine. <laughs> What in the world? Yeah. <laughs> Community is everything. It is everything. And I just think that that is the example of the ripples that can happen when you come into community. And I want to walk through just one example. If you are a hardcore, we are for good, do-gooder, and you are somebody who listens to our episodes, then then you will know these names. We had Delari Gandhi on, I think that episode was in October. Delari connects us to a, a good friend of hers in New York City who connects us to Susan McPherson, who is the godmother of connection in the business world and the nonprofit world. Mm -hmm. Susan connects us to Dr. Angela Jackson, who we have on to talk about venture philanthropy. You know, Dr. Jackson connects us to Tammy Tibbetts, who's she's the first, one of the most progressive female empowered organizations. And you can just see the ripple, 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 ripple. That is what we're saying that you need to leverage for community and story for, for good. I love it. And these moments just happen so often that we need to keep writing them down because every time it happens, we're just, just in awe of how small this world is and how small the community is. But one thing that I've learned um, through this is just how accessible the world is now more than ever. And I think the pandemic has made us closer and it's, you know, reduced the friction to just reach out to people. But something that you dropped Susan McPherson's name, you know, we don't, we always <laughs> we do. don't miss a chance to talk about her. Pretty much a drinking game at this point, a drinking of coffee, of course. So, <laughs> But Susan's book came out this week, um, officially, The Art of Connecting, The Lost Art of Connecting. And I think there's a couple things that she teaches that are so pinnacle and that apply to us and nonprofit fields so strongly. She's talking about all of us are building these like constellations of connections to people. And I love that metaphor because it's light and I feel like it's so positive because every person leads to another person. 
and not we're definitely not preaching use people as <laughs> the opposite of what we're saying that. but coming at this with a space of curiosity and truly wanting to get to know people's stories we talk so much about being really clear on your values if you know your values and you really genuinely are seeking to understand and meet people and understand their values the connectivity that you can make among friends and donors and prospective donors are so deep so meaningful and it's just like this secret sauce you know so i think that that has really um, really blown me away as I've just seen that reach out to the people that you think are ungettable. Absolutely. And it underscores our first core value, which is everyone matters. Absolutely. And if you're really listening and really pouring into someone, you're telling them that they matter. So that oh, was a great that. hack. The one that I wanted to talk about is we have a huge heart, as you all well know, for diversity and inclusion. And I have just felt the the longer we have these conversations, I just feel like my eyes are getting more and more open to the struggles of others in our sector. There are so many people in our sector who need our help to make a space for them at the table. And John, you had a really good quote, I thought, um, in episode 98 with Karan Moody Harden, and you said, inaction is inaction. And we need to lift our voices. We need to look around and notice who's at the not at the table. Uh, we need to look at our community and see who's not represented. And if you cannot identify with what it's like to not feel included, then that is probably a pretty good signal that you have some power and some privilege that you could use for good. And so I think it's time for us to just do the work. We always talk about mom's kitchen table. We want to make a seat for everybody. There are people in our sector who are struggling to get a seat at that table, to have their voice lifted. Um, if you need some resources for this, we've had some great episodes and some great gifts. Uh, uh, guest um, episode number four, uh, Yolanda F. Johnson. I thought hers was fantastic. Kim Nione, he's with UNLV. His was episode 72. And then we just mentioned uh, Quran, um, which is episode 98. And I'm sorry, I went through those pretty quickly. Go into the show notes if you need background on that. But we really do need to be making a seat for more people and and be the action that you want to see. If you have ever felt left out in your life, we all have. If you all have felt like you are blocked from doing something that's going to help you reach for your full potential, pour into that. Mm. Be a light to somebody else. And piggybacking on that, Kishana Palmer was another amazing oh, episode. Kishana was awesome. But I love that she spoke into us that says, is it even your goal, leaders? I mean, leaders that are listening, you have to make this an actual goal so your organization responds to it. Like it's got to become the expectation. So. Love that. Hey friends, this episode is presented by Virtuous and they just happen to be one of our favorite companies. Let me tell you why. You know we believe everyone matters, and we've witnessed the greatest philanthropic movements happen when you see and activate donors at every level. And here's the thing, Virtuous created a fundraising platform to help you do just that. It's much more than a nonprofit CRM. Virtuous is committed to helping charities reimagine generosity through responsive fundraising, which is simply putting the donor at the center of fundraising, growing giving through personalized donor journeys, and by helping you respond to the needs of every individual. We love it because this approach builds trust and loyalty through personalized engagement. Sound like Virtuous may be a fit for your organization? Learn more today at virtuous.org or follow the link in our show notes. Okay, this is kind of a funny uh, takeaway, but this is one that I think is very prevalent in our life today is that we get pitched a lot now. I guess if you, st if you want to get pitched, start a podcast and people <laughs> will find you in all nooks and crannies at, at different points of the day. And by pitch, I mean, 
Hey, I have this thing. Can I be on your podcast? Or, Hey, I'm connected to X. Can I be on your podcast? And some and are let funny. Me just say, some of them are hilarious. <laughs> some of them are so moving. And the heart of it is I've just learned a lot about how you pitch people once you start getting pitched. And I think a lot of this can be applied to fundraising as well, but it's very apparent within the first two sentences. If the person who's pitching you knows you at all. Yep. And as you're reaching out to people, you know, this whole conversation is that the world is smaller. Community is everything. As you're putting yourself out there and having the courage to ask for that meeting or ask for this introduction, are you expressing, are you coming from this place of curiosity, of kindness, of admiration for the person that you're reaching out to? They're going to be so much more inclined to take the meeting, to respond, to prioritize you if they feel seen by you. So these canned spammings just don't really work. So why do we do that so often? Move slower, but more intentionally. Personalize the Personalize pitch. It. I mean, I'll, I'll give you the the um, the secret sauce here to pitching to We Are For Good. The people who come in and say, I've listened to these episodes. Mm-hmm. Here's what I got out of them. Um, we've had people come in and say, I left you a rating and review. It's like this concept of the five minute favor, which we have talked about before. Everybody right. has five minutes a day to to be helpful to somebody. When we feel like we're seen Heck yeah, we want we are more inclined to listen. That has got to go two ways with your donors. If you if they feel like you have researched them, researched their company, researched their values and their mindsets and the things that are important to them, heck yeah, walking through that door is going to be a whole lot easier and the conversation's going to be warmer too. It's kind of like complimenting your child, but when someone says, Hey, this is something I think your community would really love to see because you've talked about X, but you haven't talked about Y, that just fills our heart. Yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, it is like they yep. see us. I yes. love that. Okay. So the other one that I was going to bring up was if you are feeling alone personally or professionally, seek out community. I mean, I, I've seen this loneliness factor and this isolation factor in pandemic. And I would even wager to believe that there are a lot of people out there who do not feel like they have found their tribe yet. And I think we're all more inclined to grow, more inclined to be full hearted and to lean into things when we feel like we're doing it with other people. And so we completely recognize this. We feel transformed by the power of community, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's, you know, in our social media channels, but it's also why we launched the We Are For Good community, which is weareforgoodcommunity.com if you are not there yet. (laughs) I mean, we literally wanted to create a space where nonprofit professionals could come in that wasn't behind a paywall of an association and just talk shop. And it doesn't even have to be so productive that you're literally talking about the practical science-based application of fundraising. You can talk about things that are plaguing you personally. You know, what is your mental health? Um, What's something that's holding you up as a leader? Um, Watching these conversations go down is so inspiring to us. So if you're looking for a space to come and be a part of a community, please come to weareforgoodcommunity.com. Join in. And if that's not your jam, we get it. Find something that you are passionate about and go to the place. Go volunteer. Um, And Becky can hook you up with some great Reddit threads because there's a space for you on Reddit, I'm sure. I love Reddit. I'm not even going to begin to talk about Reddit. (laughs) That's a separate episode. That is, I will do an entire Reddit episode at some (laughs) point. But it really, I mean, I I was sharing this story just about, you know, I'm in the Enneagram 2 Reddit thread and somebody is saying, how do I find my community? And it's literally like, what are you passionate about? Go volunteer there. You will find your tribe of people that align with you 
from a value standpoint. So, so the other question we get besides how have you recorded a hundred podcasts in nine months is where, what do you do next? And friends, let me tell you, we've got a lot of dreams <laughs> and some of them are starting to come true right away. Um, one of them is that, you know, this podcast, and I hope if you go back and if you've listened for a while, if you go back through our back catalog, you know, our intent is still the same as the first day that we hit record that we wanted to create this table where you could find like-minded people in nonprofit sharpening you, giving you the tools, introducing you to the best ideas to help you take your mission further. And the mission of that will not change. But the problem is, is that along the way, we keep meeting these incredible humans with incredible stories that we just really need to be told. And we don't want to hijack this platform because it's practical and we want you to always feel like you've got something to implement at the end of the day. But we wanted to create a space where those conversations could really just live and grow and blossom. And so we're really excited because we're introducing or teasing for the first time today something that Becky's been working on as a side project that's going to be called We're for Good Humans. Good humans for short. Good humans. And these are not just billionaires. They're not celebrities and CEOs. They're mostly full-hearted, generous people among us who have stepped boldly out to be a positive force for good with their philanthropy, with their um, socially good companies. There are some extraordinary people out there, and we want to have an extended conversation with them. And the biggest part of this conversation is we want to humanize them. We want to have a heart-to-heart that is unlike any conversation they've ever had before. We want to get to know what motivates them. We want to know about their early story and how that ha- helped shape who they are today. And so we are so excited to kind of figure out a way to pull these people in, have these big dreamy conversations, and create humans out of these incredible people it, that we know. And we do know a lot of them. We do. But- Since the beginning, (laughs) Becky has created this spreadsheet, okay, or a Google sheet, whatever it's called. And uh, from the beginning of this podcast, we just started putting names there that would be like the dreamiest of the dream guests to have on the podcast. We literally named this document the ungettable get list. The ungettable get list. And let's be clear, Oprah Winfrey's on this list. It's a big list. My boyfriend, Warren Buffett, is on this list. (laughs) And some of them would fit neatly on the We Are For Good podcast. And some of them are just good humans that their story needs to be told, which is why this whole new platform is going to be stood up. And we want to have a, a sit down with a Greta Thunberg, with a Mackenzie Scott, Dr. Mona Hanna Atisha. She is the pediatrician who was the whistleblower on the Flint, Michigan water crisis. These are people who are doing really amazing things. It could be a local physician in our community who has done something to radically change the course of how healthcare is delivered. These are the humans we want to sit down and understand what makes them tick, what makes their heart so big, what makes their bravery so empowered. And so we want to humanize them and we're going to let you peek behind the curtain and come along with us on this journey. We've already had our first one. We are so geeked out to deliver it. It's coming soon. And this is going to be a fundamentally different different conversation than what you're getting on the We Are For Good podcast, but totally complimentary. And so we've created a landing page mm-hmm. where you can be the first to know if you want to get on that alert list. It's weareforgood.com slash humans. 
And that's where we've posted the ungettable get list because you know, we believe community is everything. And we just have this belief that sharing the list publicly, updating it publicly, we just think some magical things are going to happen. As you weigh into this list, tell us who's missing. Tell us somebody that we need to add to that list. But maybe you've got a connection to somebody on this list and you could help us. And that is why we love the name, the Ungettable Get List, because it's such an ironic name because we believe that every single person up to Oprah freaking Winfrey (laughs) is gettable in this space because someone who is for good could have gone to camp, summer camp with someone who was in the same knitting club with someone else's mother. And we have literally watched this play out. We have people in Kenya whose, you know, banners are literally hanging on our podcast wall that we are literally (laughs) connected to now. And so if you are like us and you are a foolish starry eyed dreamer and you believe that community has the power to influence the impossible, then take a look at this list pour into it. And guess what? If if you connect us to someone on this list, you better believe we're going to be including a question or two from you to ask these individuals because we truly believe that we are a conduit to the community. And so we want your voice to be an active part of us. We believe you can help us connect the dots. And every time we think the world is too big for our voice, we get humbled by its connectedness. And so please check out the list. We will make it public, and I just think it's going to be so incredible to watch it come to fruition and watch us tick off who's coming and have our community pour into who is not on that list that needs to be added. So friends, this is it. Community is everything. You got us to this place, and you're going to take it to the next level. We can't do this and definitely don't want to do this without you. So thank you so much for being here. It's the first 100 episodes. I ha- We have no idea how many are to come, but we understand that because community is everything and that you are here showing up, you are caring, you are implementing, you represent this unshakable love for humanity. You represent open ears, extended hands, generous hearts, and passionate believers who are unapologetically rising up to be the goodness you want to see in the world. We believe stories have heroes and we think you could be ours. So please keep leaning in. Please find a way to connect, grow yourself. It's going to grow your community as well. We're so glad you're here. Keep listening and we appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's conversation, celebrating our 100th episode and the transformational power of community. We're so glad you're here. You probably hear it in our voices, but we love connecting you with the most innovative people to help you achieve more for your mission than ever before. We'd love for you to come join our good community. It's free, and you can think of it as the after party to each podcast episode. It's our own social network, and you can sign up today at weareforgood.com backslash hello. One more thing, if you loved what you heard today, would you mind leaving us a podcast rating and review? It means the world to us, and your support helps more people find our community. Thanks, friends. I'm our producer, Julie Comper, and our theme song is Sunray by Remy Borsboom. Thanks for being here. Rabbit fans have always powered the We Are For Good podcast, but now Rabbit fans can get even more goodness and access by joining Good Friends. It's our listener support community for the We Are For Good podcast. Good Friends comes with perks, exclusive episodes with John and I, including The Good Brief, our new monthly cliff notes of the greatest takeaways and lessons learned from that month, and exclusive AMA episodes where we answer your burning questions and tap our community of experts. Join now or learn more at weareforgood.com backslash friends. 
can't wait to see you inside. That's weareforgood.com slash friends.